Hi everyone. Today on Ticket Bud Tidbits, we are here with Maishree Haley. Hi, how are you, Sean? <laughs> and I'm doing well, thank you, Maishree. And I am Sean Burke, uh, Director of Marketing here at Ticket Bud. And so today with Maishree, we're going to talk about um, her experience with events, with running, you know, private events. Um, she currently has her own talent agency. She's a former model, so she is quite a, uh, a good repertoire of, you know, just event-related experience. So, um, the first thing, Maishree, I wanted to ask was, tell us about, you current, You recently ran an event at South by Southwest called Why You're Here, a tribute to Austin's music history. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about it, you know, what the goal of the event was? Well, the goal of the event was to merge the sports industry, the music industry, and the fashion industry and really give um, everyone a taste of uh, what Austin has to offer as far as music and do a history, a little bit of a history of how it all started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the live music capital um, got its name, you know, Austin, based on uh, the Armadillo World Headquarters right. back in the day. And so there were many, many artists that uh, performed from all over mm-hmm. Willie Nelson and Jimmy Cliff. And so it was just this, you know, we wanted to bring back this nostalgic moment to people that were coming in for South By and uh, for the sponsors to really, you know, see that like Austin is like this amazing mm-hmm. place, and it's been like that since the '80s, awesome. you know, or the '70s. Yeah, beyond, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, we actually did an interview, so to the listeners, you know, if you yeah. haven't seen it, we actually interviewed Bruce Walensic. He used to work with oh. Armadillo World oh, Headquarters, wow. and we, and he also works with the Armadillo Christmas Bazaar now. Yeah. So we actually. We actually got to talk with them. Um, they're a client of ours, and so we got to talk with them. It was really cool oh, hearing yay. all the history. Yes, I didn't realize that the Armadillo, the Christmas Bazaar, was a spinoff from the Armadillo yeah. World. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Isn't that great? That all that connection. history. Yes. Right? Um, so that was sort of the goal of the event. Do you think that you achieved it? You know, based off of feedback from you know, like the client, based off of feedback from the people. Do you think that's something you achieved? Definitely. Everyone there. Uh, f- first of all, the party was uh, fantastic. Um, everyone seemed to really enjoy the music, mm-hmm. and then we had, you know, um, different like liquor sponsors and. Uh, Nine Bandit was uh, Nine Bandit was Whiskey was one of the Love sponsors. Them. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, they're great. And then we had um, the Dolce Vita Tequila, which mm. was also was a nice. big hit. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it just it was a really great event, and we had a little bit of uh, blues with Marsha Ball, mm-hmm. and then we had some reggae from Ai Taiwei who came from Jamaica cool. and then we had Billy Joe Schaefer to end the night with nice. the country and so it was just it, from what I heard from everyone it was just a really um, well-rounded eclectic mix so mm-hmm. that we can give people a taste of like what exactly. Austin has to offer and Perfect. so yeah I would say it went great <laughs> yeah I, would, I wish I could have gone but I mean from I watched some of the videos and stuff, and it, I really, Aye. really wished I had been there. I, I got know, some serious you FOMO. Come. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, it, hopefully, you yeah. get to do something for next South by. Yes, I'll, we're gonna I'll do be, it again. I will be there. It's in I the will. works. We've awesome. already been talking about it, but yeah, it's definitely something that we want to repeat. Perfect. Every year, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Awesome. So, um, so next, 
Next thing I want to ask, you know, just to learn a little bit more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you you had a previous modeling career, career and you I currently still run... model. Oh, you do? All right. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Well, my my sincere a, apologies. You know, I'm getting up there in age, and I've been in the industry for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give my age away, but I still continue to work as a professional model and okay. do it directly. So, well, yeah. then, I'll, maybe I should ask <laughs> yeah. then. I mean, I mean, you still you still model, and yeah. you also run the talent agency too. So, yes. like, how, do you think that that prepares you for organizing events at all yes well i i i feel like it all started for me when i was living in las vegas and i did a lot of promotional modeling Mm -hmm. at that time and so i got to see how events um played out and how they worked but i was on the talent end and i also worked at caesar's palace as Mm -hmm. cleopatra for yeah (laughs) i did that for about three years Mm -hmm. and during that time we did a lot of special events so i got to see this um just how it it all transpired and mm-hmm. I was always very intrigued by it not just as the talent and the artist but also on the other side I'm like wow mm-hmm. I really would you know love to do this and so when I moved to Austin I started nice. my own business mm-hmm. um, I still continue to model and I started my own business um, hand dyeing silk scarves yep. So from there, in order for me to get my name out there mm-hmm. and connect with other people and to promote, I needed to throw events. Mm. Yeah, of and course. So, yeah, and so that's how I started, um, you know, really getting involved with throwing events. Mm-hmm. And I just thoroughly enjoyed connecting people and networking and building relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's how it all started for me and awesome. continued, you know, continued to go. So now I'm doing... Uh, brand development for um, youth and for kids who want to pursue modeling entertainment Mm -hmm. musicians like all of that I really want to you know help with that yeah also love doing the event part of it perfect yeah awesome Mm -hmm. so so tell me about when a client reaches out to you you know especially when you first got got started like what tell me what you like brought to the table like why would a client reach out to you and like for example you know for like the wire here why would they reach out to you like what do you have yeah well it's that was really interesting how that happened because another sean who is um part owner at nine uh banded whiskey Mm -hmm. we we went to an event together actually it was for my birthday oh and yeah there you go that's a great birthday we were we were at this event uh flamingo cantina and Mm -hmm. he saw this uh reggae artist and he was like wow like i'm throwing this party And uh, for South by, and I would really love that artist. Like, do you know his manager? And I was like, well, I can introduce you to his manager, and I also would like to help him throw this party. <laughs> See, there you go. So that's how you know that mm-hmm. transpired. It was one of those deals where we just really ended up working well together, mm-hmm. and then we um, brought in some other sponsors like Loop and Tie. Sarah nice, yeah. Loop and Tie, she's awesome. And so uh, we worked with her, and then Arlen Studios, Lisa Fletcher, who uh-huh. was the the one yeah. over there at Arlen Studios. Um, she was so great to work with, mm-hmm. and the space over there was just really amazing. So mm-hmm. I really think it's about being at the right place at the right time. Gotcha. When it comes to these these kind of things, mm-hmm. and then um, being well connected, of course, and 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 staying in touch with those relationships mm-hmm. that you do have, and say, hey, this is something that I'm really passionate about yeah. because we were all passionate, and the reason why we had it at Arlen Studios mm-hmm. is because we're all passionate about 
good music. Gotcha. And so to do it at this recording studio where Willie Nelson, Gary mm-hmm. Clark Jr., yeah. you know, where all the best of the best have performed and mm-hmm. recorded was like a no-brainer. We're like, we have to do this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, you kind of strike on something that I personally believe, and I think that, like, I mean, I do definitely believe in luck, but mm-hmm. I think that you can definitely, you know, you know, if you work your connections, if you work what you're good at, I think you can make your luck work for you. Would you? Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, for sure. They say I don't I don't know who this quote is by, but they say luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So if you're prepared mm-hmm. for that moment, yeah, it's gonna happen. There you go. You know, <laughs> I think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's a really good thing to touch on. Oh yeah. Um, so tell me also about like, you know, obviously there's this sort of like, you know, being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, you know, if you have, if you're like reaching out to clients to prepare an event, like what do you offer as a sort of, you know, value proposition? Like why, why else yeah. would they want to work with you for like an other event? Well, I really think it has to do with um, maintaining uh, professionalism, mm-hmm. just really being professional. Um, customer service is really key. Coming cool. from Las Vegas, right? I mean, everything is about customer service. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hospitality industry, of course. And so, I learned that um, every client is VIP. Mm-hmm. Every client is very important. And okay. So, if you treat that person with professionalism and respect then you will end up having a great relationship. Of course. And it's also about your connections, Mm -hmm. um, knowing, uh, like, so if a client reaches out to me and say, hey, I'd really like to have this particular brand there, this particular particular artist there, oh, well, I know that person, so let me reach out to him. So it really is about who Mm -hmm. you know, and um, and it's so important to... Uh, relationships that you do have and mm-hmm. keep those relationships uh, flourishing awesome. yeah. and continue to network so that you can yep. meet more people because I've met more people mm-hmm. when you know doing this event yeah. and then you know you <laughs> stay in touch with the you know just, yeah, just really staying connected yeah awesome well so speaking of brands um, I did want to ask how does working with a client who represents a brand differ from a person you know who's holding like a private event okay so in terms so for example when I think about this question, I think about, let's take, for example, an artist mm-hmm. or a musician. When I want to throw a party for an artist or musician to promote maybe their album that's coming out, well, it would be done a little bit different if it was, you know, if it was a private event. So for mm-hmm. an artist, we would want to have promotional materials. We'd want to have CDs mm-hmm. so that we can give them out to everyone that's there. Mm-hmm. We'd want to hashtag everything as far as like social yep. media goes. You <laughs> of know, course. really push it even beforehand. Send out the artist bio mm-hmm. and a little bit of information about the artist and what to expect yep. so they can be prepared. That's you know, cool. and so you really just want to push the brand in in that way and make sure that. Once you once you know, people come to the party, even if they don't know that much about their artist, they're gonna know by the time that they leave. That's great. They're gonna know. Mm-hmm. They're gonna know. A private event, kind of similar to the one that we threw at Arlen Studio, where we had mm-hmm. a little bit of a mix of artists who we wanted to promote their band as well, but we also had sponsors mm-hmm. there in the sports industry that we wanted to help promote them as well. And so you could do things a little bit different because um, with a private event, you can do like a theme party. Nice. So we initially decided that we were going to do like a 70s throwback because mm-hmm. it was the armadillo, you know. We ended up not really having people dress in costume, but <laughs> if you wanted to, I mean, I wore, I wore velvet bell bottoms. That's awesome. <laughs> you that, know? I really wish yeah, I was seen. So yeah, you know, and then you have your photo 
photo booth that mm-hmm. you set up so that you can um, get the whole swag thing going on. And nice. You get in there and you take the photos, and then you send those afterwards to all of the you know the guests at the party, also the sponsors, oh, cool. and also you know continue to promote the ba- the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that, like, photo booth is, like, the, all the rage now. It's, like, what's, you know. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a ton of those. Um, there's also these ones that they produce these, like, GIFs, or some people produce them. Yeah, GIFs. where you're just, like, moving. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah I've, seen, I've seen a ton of those. Those seem to be really big. Um, They're huge. One thing I was kind of curious about is, did you ever use, um, like, have you ever used, like, like the Snapchat filters that seems to be oh, at some events. Yes. Yeah, you yes. like those? Oh, I love those. I'm a huge Snapchatter. Yeah. I love I love Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because I have kids. Oh, and so I'm yeah. always putting the, you know, putting them <laughs> on it and sharing with my friends within nice. that group. But yeah, Snapchat and now they're doing that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So now Instagram has kinda pulled whatever Snapchat is doing. They're like, Oh, we're gonna copy that and do that same thing and add it. I don't mm-hmm. like it as much, but I think it's it okay. eventually is going to be as seamless as, as Snapchat is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's not as fun. Snapchat is fun. Yeah, it has other, <laughs> I mean, because it has like all the different filters and everything. Yeah. I feel like the Instagram is just like I mean, yes, I know it's like it does yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they have some work to do, but I mean, it could be it could definitely be a competitor. Yes, um, definitely. Cool, cool. Um, so. So tell me, what are some challenges that you face, like, you know, when you're planning an event in which there is a client? Like, what, yes. what are some things that you find you might run into? Well, I think it's really important to make sure that you meet the client's needs or that I meet mm-hmm. the client's needs. And I really don't know what those are until um, we're actually starting to put everything together. Gotcha. Um, one of the obstacles that you will definitely face is... is dealing with the budget mm. so when you throw an event yep. <laughs> you have to make sure that you stay within budget of course okay? of course yeah so if you're over um, you know like if you start planning all these things and you still want to meet the clients mm-hmm. and you're like well this is really not within you know the budget so the goal is to stay under budget of course not like okay this is how much like under budget and then everyone's okay. happy yeah of course <laughs> you know that's smart yeah so I think d- making sure that the budget it's, it's, it's very important because the mm-hmm. money is like just a huge part of like yeah. how an event is is going to flow and mm-hmm. how that's going to happen. Great, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, um, you did this event for South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. I was just curious. I mean, you know, we've, we've also talked about using Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. I was curious have, if you've noticed any other trends in related to organizing events, and maybe in particular, like any cool new innovations you saw at South by. Oh, there's so many cool things. Um, First, I just want to say that the trend for any event, yeah. music, booze, and food, and it's like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect combination. I mean, think it's about true. it. People are going to be happy mm-hmm. if there's music, there's booze, there's food. People are happy. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. You know, you have to, I mean, the guests are going to be happy. There's yeah. other things behind the scenes that have to mm-hmm. be worked out, but if, if that's flowing, yeah. everything is kosher. You know, awesome. like everything is like good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that, good. Yeah. It is it's funny. perfect combination. <laughs> it is funny it's like you think that it's like such basic stuff but so many people just don't really realize it it's basic yeah it's so simple yeah you know <laughs> it really is like it's it's i was thinking about that when i was that question i'm like you know music booze and food like everyone's pretty happy and yeah. especially around south by oh of course so people come here for that mm-hmm. now there there are also so many layers of south by 
there's the there's film mm-hmm. there's interactive there's tech so we planned our party right during the um the tech interactive gotcha. part oh, nice. you know like that friday mm-hmm. right there which was perfect timing because that's when everybody is ready to like you know just rage i guess yeah, exactly. <laughs> really enjoy. Yeah. but it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. if it's film or if it, everyone still loves of course everyone still loves music so mm-hmm. what i found throughout all of south by and i did ever i did all 10 days even nice. having my kids out in spring break nice. i did stuff with them like at fader four like we did oh, the kids cool. stuff like um yeah i just really decided that i was gonna you know just emerge in mm-hmm. in it all because for the last 11 years i've been doing south by mm-hmm. you know that's the other thing like i've seen it grow exponentially yeah seriously it's, it's just crazy huge. how much it's grown and what i've noticed more than anything we talked about the photo booths. Mm-hmm. Everything is super interactive. Yep. Everything is very hands-on. They even have these. Um, I think it's called like V. Is it called? Oh, VR. VR. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the new thing where you put these on and then you're mm-hmm. actually in this whole you know like uh, thing and mm-hmm. it's it's just it's three dimensional mm-hmm. and it's, and it's really amazing. So I feel like technology has has grown so much and then yeah. also. Um, people's uh, attention span has mm-hmm. like decreased. Oh, a lot. really? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, okay, what's next? What's next? <laughs> what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. So you have to keep moving on to mm-hmm. you know, like to the next thing. But uh, I just the tr- you know the trend. I would still say for the eleven years that I've done South by. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's music, booze, and 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 food, and we had Maudie's. Shout out to Maudie's oh, because man, they represented. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> Dang, we had bodies at that party and everyone was like happy yeah. <laughs> well it's kind of hard to imagine how they couldn't be you know? yes that's, i know that's crazy so true so i mean just kind of bouncing off that you saying mm-hmm. that like people's attention spans have decreased and i mean yeah. i would i would totally agree with that like how i think that's probably the biggest challenge how do you find do you think that that just the music booze and food that sort of holy trifecta do you think that's enough to keep people's attention i think that I think it is enough, mm-hmm. and I think if you give them, you know, like the showcase that we put on in, in Arlen, mm-hmm. we didn't keep everything the same. Like, we mixed it up. We went yeah. from, oh, we um, playing for Change, which was this amazing world band yeah. from all over. Like nice. the, And the organization is a nonprofit, and mm-hmm. uh, Whitney, who started this organization, is just mind-blowing what she did. So I think you just have to mix it up and awesome. keep people entertained. And so mm-hmm. what we did was we threw in the world music and then after that we did the blues and then we did reggae and then we ended with country so i think um uh aesthetically Mm -hmm. um meeting all of the needs of Mm -hmm. of of the guest yeah i think is like really important totally you know like um uh drinking Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. music and switching that up okay all of that works feeding all the senses Mm -hmm. and then they get to move on to the you know to the next party or the next thing you know, yeah. I mean, and and there's so much. There's mm-hmm. there's there's so many events that are happening. Of course, during South by you're not gonna ever get bored there. Yeah, you're never gonna get bored because there's always constantly mm-hmm. something else that's happening. Definitely in the city the entire ten days. Oh yes, oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, then and then just one last thing. Um, do you have any advice? You know, we have a lot of like newer event organizers who mm-hmm. listen to like Ticket by Tidbits. Yeah. Um, what what would be like your biggest like tip for, you know, sort of retaining clients? Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like 
you know, you, I know you have a lot of connections and mm-hmm. stuff, but like when you first got to Austin and you like you want to do an event, like how did you actually get that first step? Because you know yeah. the first step is kind of the hardest. Yes. How did yeah. you make that? How would you recommend to like newer event organizers to make that first step? I think because I am a fearless person, yeah. it's really it's it's like oh yeah, it's easy. You just go up to that person, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> so I want to look at it from the standpoint of someone mm-hmm. who may not have. Honestly, I don't really think you can be in this industry unless you have like a personality. Of you course. have to have some personality. You have yeah. to have some charisma. Mm-hmm. So and and you need to be able to go up to someone and say, mm-hmm. "Hi, my name is mm-hmm. my Cherie and this is what I do and I would, you know, love for us to connect." So, it's really just um, taking the extra step to introduce yourself. Of course to someone that you know is in the industry. And Mm -hmm. also, when you network, pick what your genre is. Like, if you really want to throw events that have to do with music, Mm -hmm. then you network with music, you know, you network with the entertainment industry. And you go to those meetups, Mm -hmm. and you, you know, you go to LinkedIn, and you find those people on LinkedIn, and that's how you, you know, match up with that. If you're into nonprofits, and you want to throw a nonprofit, like Mm -hmm. I... um, did an event for uh, New Milestones Foundation. Yeah. So that was really great. It's a nonprofit that deals with um, mental health. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, volunteered for FIMS for Sims before. So I've done the nonprofit side as well. Mm-hmm. And if you so say this is what you really love to do, then you connect with those in the nonprofit industry. So I feel like you pick what your um, what genre you're really passionate gotcha. about, and then you connect with those people. How you find those people? Well, you got to do your research. You know, mm-hmm. you got to do your research and go to the meetups and go to LinkedIn and say, "Oh, I'd really love to meet this person." Invite them to coffee, yeah, or go to where they're maybe possibly going to be speaking, or go to an event that they're going to be having. So, it's it takes being proactive. Yep, you can't just sit and and say, "Oh, this is going to happen." No, you actually have to take the step, the action toward making that happen. Totally, you know, which I think is like so important. And I also, I was thinking about like what really inspired me. Well, I read a lot of books, but I really love Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> I, I, also, I mean, do you right? listen to his podcast? Yeah, I don't listen to his podcast. You should I check mean, it out. Should, it's, okay. it's super cool. I need cool. to do that. I need uh, to do that. Like, he's I know, like, dude, promoting a podcast within the podcast is so meta. But no, the, Malcolm Gladwell, the Malcolm Gladwell, uh, the revisionist history is really great. You should listen to right. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm glad that I brought up his name because he really changed... <clears throat> my life and, and Seth Godin oh yeah of course yeah like he they both changed my life in terms of like um, uh, action and, and like well Malcolm Gladwell with the tipping point mm-hmm. and also Seth Godin with like tribes it's like who's in your tribe exactly you know? so when you think about all of that and you think about authors who you know who are successful mm-hmm. and who have um uh, worked and been in this industry and worked around these people, then you start to see how things happen. But you can't do that unless you're actually actively involved in like reading this information or connecting with people of that course. are doing these things. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And my mom always says, like, you know, a turtle only moves ahead by like sticking out his head. Yeah. No, I mean, you got to do that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I grew up in a really small town in mm-hmm. South Carolina and. To be where I am in Texas, even though Austin is, you know, kind of small, but I've lived in Las Vegas and LA and yeah. kind of all over. And at a certain point, it's like, you know what? If if you don't ask, then you will never know. That's true. You know, it that's really is the, true. yeah. So it's just you know being bold and mm-hmm. fearless and taking that step if it's something that you're really passionate about. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that is an awesome ending point. So thank you very Yay. much, my Sheree, for speaking with us on To Get Bud Tidbits. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. Like, this has been awesome. awesome. I really appreciate it as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening, and uh, this, and we'll have another one next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.